Hey guys, this is Malika Singhania and you are tuned in to the Stylogram podcast. What is the Stylogram podcast you ask? Well, it's going to be a one-stop shop for everything related to trends, fashion forecasts, celebrity style and lots lots more cool stuff. So I recently attended the Lakme Fashion Week at the St Regis Hotel in Mumbai. Now I've been attending the Fashion Week for more than 8 years, but this year was like nothing I've seen before. The place was pumping with high energy. Wait, wait, wait. That's not enough. That doesn't even qualify what actually went on there. The place was buzzing with head spinning adrenaline rush sort of high energy. Everyone and anyone related to the fashion industry was there, right from celebrities, models, fashionistas, bloggers, and designers of course. Everyone was trying to make their fashion mark. Some of the trends that I spotted on people were peacock-colored hair and purple and blueberry-colored lipstick. Mm, I'm not quite sure I like that. What I did really like though were women in overgrown men's shirts and jackets and men displaying geek chic. So let's not waste any more time. Join me on my tour of the Lakme Fashion Week. Let's see who we met and what they said. First up was Sahil Aneja who spoke to us about his fantastic menswear collection. Hi Sahil, this is Malika from Stylogram. We loved your show. Can you tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind it? Uh so inspiration is uh I mean I'm not going to say I got inspired by something or 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 you know something in particular but I think it's my own personal style. Uh it's street, it's biker, it's uh it's grunge, you know, which is um which is uh yeah which is which i how i like to dress and i would like people to see because you know normal is is boring you know it like, looked very biker chic especially yeah. arjun kapoor i think yeah. looked fantastic in what you gave him it was very black and white and yeah. solid colors were there any key trends that you tried to stick to because we saw ankle length pants and we so saw studded shoes that's that's what i've been i've been uh, doing reaching for 2 years now and and i like ankle and myself and i i think you know the kind of shoes we made it was going perfect with it we used foiling in the leather we used bit print in the leather so i think those things i think added to just the whole leather feel you know the designer duo kamali and shruti of kamali couture gave us some quite insightful tips of the fashion industry Hi guys, we're here today with Kamali and Shruti, and they're the proud designers of Kamali Couture, which is absolutely fantastic. I think most of you have heard of it. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. How do you feel being at Lakme Fashion Week? What's the experience been like? It's been fantastic. We've been swarmed with buyers, with the uh, the people are just loving the collection. So yeah. it's it's really nice. Yeah. Uh, Shruti, can you describe the collection a little bit for us? Give our listeners, you know, a brief on what all it entails. um so we've got two kinds of uh, we actually into pret as well as couture so we've got a lot of laser cut capes dhoti jumpsuits stylized sarees and then we've got bridal gowns as well so which are for cocktail reception and sangeet for the bride and bridesmaids as well which we just started doing and i think kamali is basically extremely luxurious it's over the top it's frilly and it's feminine is that really what your take is on it what is tell us your inspiration Our inspiration is the socialite fashionista, a girl who wants to dress like a princess and look like one every day. So we make clothes for any kind of occasion or turn a non-occasion into an occasion, basically. So we do all kinds, from starting from pret for lunches, going up to the wedding day. And is there anything in particular that you personally love a lot in the Kamali Couture collection that you would recommend people to, you know, definitely buy? Our capes and our drapes. 
So capes easy to wear. Like if you just if you just team them up with like a jumpsuit or pant, you could just go for a lunch. And if you team it up with a sari, you could be going for a cocktail or for a wedding. Uh, and the drapes we similarly we use the drapes in stylized saris as well as dresses. So both of them. Right. I think capes are very in as well right now, and you've kind of given it a twist with uh, you know the kind of work that you're doing. Uh, are there any trends that you think that you should follow if you want to be stylish or stick to something that you feel personally comfortable with? What's your take? I don't think you should follow trends at all. I think you should go with what suits your body and uh, be comfortable in who you are and what you are and not follow what designers do blindly. So pick selectively from whichever designer suits you. And uh, what are the colors of next season that we should watch out for? Uh, for colors, we are popular for our pastels and our English tones. So peaches, creams and ivories is something that you will find with us throughout the year. However, for winter this year, we have played a lot with emerald greens and red wine. And you know, one thing that I always wonder is that in uh, Indian, uh, in the Indian fashion industry, as soon as you make a name for yourself, there's a lot of plagiarism, which I'm sure you guys encounter. How do you deal with that? We actually don't know how to deal with it, honestly, because it's just it's just so every second person or every second a, a client of ours or let's just say has started doing that and there's no way, there's no system of copyright. You have clients who've copied your clothes? Yes. Yes. Wow. yes. We have clients who've we copied clients our clothes. become designers, but then it's part and parcel. I think in fashion, you play with the trickle-down theory. So the top designers launch the trends for the season and people there on copy and follow and it continues for the next two years so if you're being copied i think now after so many years i take it as a compliment because if you're not being copied there's a problem you know it's funny but kiran attam showed me the exact same thing yeah. she said the problem is really when you stop, stop. getting copied yes. so you that's that's just how you need to take it yeah. and and then you'll never it's, be upset about it but I think also uh, people who are your loyalists, you know, they would not go for copies. And I think those are the kind of, of customers. Course yeah, of course not. Because they know they can't get that fit and finish right. and the fitting just doesn't seem right. Yeah. So let's just, that's exactly one of the main reasons why we started doing gowns and stylized sarees. Whereas an embroidered lehenga or a normal pallu sari can get copied very easily. But with our cuts and styles, those are very difficult to copy. And it's all about the fit. Right. So if it doesn't fit right, the client doesn't want a stylized sari. Yeah. And I see a lot of crowns here. I, are they a part of your collection or are they just here for decoration? No, they are part of the collection in terms of the theme we have followed this year is the Princess Bride. And you'll see a lot of them in our shoots. And every time we do a shoot, the client wants to look like, you know, one of the models in the shoot. So we've carried them and we actually had girls wanting to try them on. So that's quite cool, yeah. It's great. I mean, I think it just gives, completes the, the entire look. look. Yeah. Well, thank you for talking to us and good luck. And let's cross our fingers that there is no more plagiarism. Or maybe <laughs> yes. there should be. And that's a compliment. Thank yeah. you. Thank, thank you. you. So rumor mills were abuzz that Wendell Rodericks is actually giving up his position as design head of his label. And Lakme Fashion Week unfortunately confirmed that. Well, here's wishing his prodigy, Shonil Fernandez, all the best. Let's talk to him and see what his plans are for the future. Bringing Shilan into an area, it was her idea completely. It was a trapezoid concept. The colors, the fabrics, everything was done by her. So I, don't, I can't take any credit. The only credit that I can take combinedly with her is the fact that we were addressing this side issue for all women. And we just felt that, you know, in fashion, there are so many rules. You'll say, like, 
uh, oh, in winter you can't wear pastels. I'm sorry, we can wear pastels. Depends which part of the country you're from. Right. If, if you're in Delhi, maybe you need wool, but in Goa, you don't need wool. Right. We still wear hot pants on the beach and wear a chiffon shift on top. So I think uh, these misconceptions should be broken because India is a very vast country. It's huge. And because of this vastness, we need to celebrate that vastness, and I think we achieved that today. Absolutely. Do you think Goa actually uh, makes its way into your collections every time? Of course, every time. It's so my DNA, and it will become it will be the DNA of the brand forever. Right. Because she went also to the Goa. So you think the breezy, summery looks and the colors are something that you yeah, like around Goa? You know, when they say um, autumn, winter, and all this, I call it rubbish. It's really nonsense. We can't say that we have autumn, winter in a place like Goa or in Chennai or in Kerala. We don't have that kind of uh, cold wearing you know, a woolen shawl. So I think, uh, and it's trying to be too foreign. It's like trying to like act like we're New York or Paris, which is or not. In fact, we have a bigger market in terms of Europe. Yeah, actually, because we don't have snow and we don't no, have we this don't kind of snow. Snow. Thank God we don't. At all. So we don't need those kind of We don't need the I don't think there's a market for it. I think there's more a market for what yeah. you do. Can you tell our, tell our listeners a little bit about what is the trapezoid? The trapezoid is actually a very old uh, form. It is a geometric form, which can be also applied to other uh, sciences like algebra and uh, mathematics and uh, astrology, where calculations using the trapezoid shape were used. It's also been a very old Indian form where uh, South Indian temples are actually in that Gopura trapezoid uh, shape. Uh, the Incas and the Aztecs made their doors and windows because of earthquake uh, proof. Uh, things that happen with the trapezoid shape so, so nothing collapses you know you have a door with a small upper frame and a wide uh, lower frame so it kind of creates a length but that's that's getting too technical but it has been an architectural shape it has not been translated much into clothing and we felt that Indian women are made like a trapezoid and we have smaller shoulders and bigger hips and it fits beautifully. Right. So you think the trapezoid could actually fit every body type and every Well, we proved it today. Yes, we and every age group and they yeah. do look stylish yes. in it as well. And I actually think you're contributing a lot to the fashion industry in general, not just the Indian fashion industry because there is this whole wave of, you know, size doesn't matter and size zero is so passe now. And is that something that you've consciously decided to do to, you know, be a voice from the Indian fashion oh, industry? Oh, yes. You know, I see glossy magazines and let me say the age issue and the shape issue and it's been going on and it doesn't really matter what age, what shape. Nobody knows your history. If you happen to be like Cher who went through, you know, looking at people and became the size of those fit, I think it's more important to be understanding, to be sympathetic. Passionate. And also understand that understand that she deserves designer clothing for her size. Right. And do you think that women should follow trends? Uh, is that Not something at all. that you follow? Okay. No, women should follow their style. Each season, look at their style and evolve it and make it better. And when you get that color that suits you, hold on to it instead of listening to dictates like purple is fashion. And I think that something that really stood out about your collection was the comfort. And even the footwear was very comfortable. It was, the was done by so it was absolutely fantastic. It was casual, but at the same time, it had a little bit of glamour. And youth. Yes, and you. I would have never done this for in my 
in my repertoire of the history of my clothes, I would have never done a suit there, but she came up with it and I thought it was a cool brand. Right, it, it actually did. And you've given up, uh, you know, your brand to Shulan Fernandez. So what do we expect from you now? Because we're very excited to see what's next for Wendell Rodriguez. I think it's more important to uh, wait for this thing for what's coming. We're going to come from Shulan Fernandez for Wendell Rodriguez. But for myself, I already have a plan where I have my museum work. I have uh, lots of things in the pipeline. I'm going to constantly more and everything. And, um, I, I think creativity never dies. No, so whatever you do, I'm sure you'll be very creative. Yes. <laughs> we look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. Thank you so much. While we were running around trying to get a hold of all the designers, we bumped into my friend Ashish Shah. Now, most of you would know him as celebrity interior designer, but he's also very stylish. Let's hear about all things stylish from him. Hi guys, I'm here with Ashish Shah and we're going to talk about all things stylish. Hi Ashish. How are you? Very well. Are you enjoying Like Me Fashion Week? Yeah, it's fun. Which has been your favorite show so far? Shift. Yeah, what do you like most about it? It's just clean and non-fussy and effortless and the colors, superb. Yeah. Are you more into colors than black and white? Because that's what I'm seeing a lot more in yeah. the shows. Yeah, I love color. I mean, I, I was in a monochrome phase for a long time and I'm moving towards color and I, I see a lot right now. It's great. What are the key trends in menswear that you're noticing? Um, I think loose and, you know, very easy. What I'm seeing all of it, very layered, very, you know, almost like cord that I'm standing next to. You know, they did this kind of a great trouser with a t-shirt and a cape-ish kind of, this was very nice. You know. The ankle and trousers also in yeah, now, that, right? Exactly. That's something that you endorse? Discussing showing your ankle off is great with, you know, like a pair of kids or just loafers or, you know. And what is your personal style statement? Effortless. Yeah. Like even workwear would be effortless? Absolutely. Something that just doesn't take too much time and effort is great because, you know, that's when you feel the most comfortable and that's style for me. Right. And what are the three staples that every man must have in, in his wardrobe? Apart from denims and white t-shirts and shirts, uh, I think a good pair of navy blue jacket, like a, na- a good navy blue jacket, which is just like any time wear. Mm, I would say a good white t-shirt because, you know, you can layer it with anything. So if you have it in your wardrobe, you can just dress up or dress down very easily. And I would say white shoe, uh, kids, like shoes, you know. They're really in right now. really in right now. From from Salora to Adidas, pick the price bracket. They all look lovely. What's great is that now you can actually wear it on the red carpet as well and just be casual in it and, you know, it works for both. It's like the whole idea of effortless casual chic is just perfect, you know. People are trying to say that, you know, dressing down is cool. And how do you think fashion kind of ties in with interiors because that's your forte? I think it's very linked. In fact, suddenly, you know, we used to do, we've been doing Lamil for a long time and that's been such a journey for us because Lamil's been eye-opener for fashion for me. Like, I picked my style because of Lamil, you know, for brands like Acne, APC, AMI are really my staples, you know. Um, but also what we're doing now is we're working with brands like Raw Mango and we're designing the stores for them. So what happens is it's such a collaboration, you know. Uh, Sanjay and me are traveling together, we're working together, we're seeing uh, eyes through each other's you know journeys you know and I mean that's that's cohesive and in fact I was looking at shift and I saw this amazing dress in black net with a yellow inside beautiful yellow and I'm doing curtains with them I'm going to call them and make them into curtains yeah so I think there's always a collaboration there's always just an expression of creativity do you see yourself foraying into fashion in a bigger way in the future not as of now I think I can do just one thing at a time so you know there's there's enough enough to capture and who's the most stylish person according to you in the male category 
um, the male category uh, in terms of Indian or, Indian or international. international or like I like Leo like I like I just like Leo also because he he's a collector you know and uh, he's he not very comfortable in his own exactly very effortless he'll wear a hat you know he's not just to prove a point exactly I just think it's perfect you know he's he's just being stylish he's just right. without knowing it you know which yeah. is great he'll he'll be in you know, I bump into him a lot at international art fairs and I see him carrying a haversack and so effortlessly that it feels and, and he's just, he yeah, it's fantastic, you know. Yeah. And uh, who's the most stylish in Bollywood? In Bollywood, I would say, um, I think Ranbir dresses really well. You know, we've designed his house, so I know his wardrobe and, right. you know, when I saw his wardrobe, I was like, hmm. What do you think about Ranbir Singh's style? I think he was a bit um, all over the place. But now I think he's kind of with his new look, and beard and right. moustache and I think he's got the right stylist working on them. Yeah. And what's next for you, Ashish? I think uh, Raw Mango, I mean, if you talk fashion and design, I think Raw Mango is very exciting. Good Looking forward to seeing what's next. Thank you for talking to us. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Hope you guys enjoyed all the fun stuff that we just heard. There's lots more coming up. Let's take a short break. Stay tuned. And we're back. Let's jump right in and see what designer Urvashi Kaur had to say to us. Hi guys, we're here with Urvashi Kaur. All of us are very familiar with her beautiful clothes. Hi Urvashi. Hi, how are you? Very well. How do you feel being at Lakme? Oh, I feel it's uh, fantastic as always. I think this is a very... Um, it's just sort of very invigorating, very, very vibrant environment and energized with a lot of young um, emerging talent. There's a lot of media presence. It's um, celebrities. It's just the buzz is amazing, as always. It also gets you in touch with, uh, you know, young people and bloggers and fashionistas and what it, the pulse of what fashion is like right now. Um, I think it's it's incredible to see how in just a few years, um, you know, um, the online medium has taken fashion into people's homes, uh, you know, into their lives, and it's just becoming so much a part of everyone's being everyday life. You know, so it's it's more accessible. It's more um, that whole sort of aspirational value, or that you know. Um, inaccessibility that fashion had, it, the, you know, the connotations is all sort of broken down. I think people are now excited about where it's going to go next with this uh, interaction. So I think this is a fantastic place for that interaction. And are you showcasing at Lakme this year? I'm having a presentation tomorrow that is on the 25th at 4pm at the apartment. So it is a preview to the collection and we'll be styling and um, you know. Oh, lovely. And what can we expect from this season's collection? Well, um, true to the aesthetics label and true, through, true to uh, my own uh, sort of, um, you know, my own aesthetics and it's all about layering, it's all about um, khadi, it's all about, um, you know, handloom fabrics, chanderi, but um, the signature techniques uh, and textures that I have re-explored in more graphic linear ways, whether it's tie-dye, shibori or bandhej or even sort of you know, the hand-pleated techniques and the kanta stitch lines. Um, I've just made it a little more 
um, linear, a little more graphic, um, added a dose of uh, a vibrant red color amongst um, a sort of muted palette of acres and sort of dark grays and um, so just to da- add that dash of... Um, and can you tell us something about the silhouettes this season? Uh, for me, the silhouettes are a lot of palazzos, a lot of tunics, uh, jackets, uh, layers, um, shirt dresses. Um, I, I, I do believe in a lot of, um, you know, layering and I, I feel it's just uh, easy to um, accessorize and um, sort of wear from day to evening. You can uh, work the looks many ways. Um, so the silhouettes remain very fuss-free, very... Uh, Zen, very contemporary, yet have a lot of inspiration from traditional Indian silhouettes, but in a very contemporary way. Are there any prints that you particularly like? Um, You know, I create my own prints, which is uh, actually I create the patterns uh, through bandhage um, or through the tie-dye shibori. It's engineered placements of traditional um, techniques that find its way as a print um, or uh, for example I've created uh, a tie-dye and then I've created a texture over it with the kanta and cut it out so it creates a pattern so you know it's like working with two different concepts and creating new textures it's, it's and what do you think is lacking in the western wear genre of the Indian fashion industry I don't think a lot of designers have left much to uh, desire. I think there's ample uh, now in Pret, Western wear. In, in, I feel the, 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 these young designers, um, and I, I would like to include myself in it, to say that I think they, they've got a sense of, they've, they've understood the pulse of what Indians are happy wearing and the body types, and I think... Indians are also opening up to getting comfortable in Western attire. But what's lovely is how we Indian designers actually um, view it and and, and perceive it for the Indian market, Um, which is not much different from a global market, depending on what your aesthetic is. But I think there is something for everyone there. I totally agree. And lastly, tell us what's next for you. Oh, there's always something um, up. I will, you will see me at Amazon Fashion Week as well. Oh, wow. and, uh, That's a lot of work. <laughs> a lot of work. And then, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. This is the busiest time of the year. But, you know, um, we step at a time. Yes. <laughs> well, good luck. And we look forward to your collections. Thank you so much for talking to us. Ujwal Dubey from Antar Agni was one of the few designers showcasing menswear. Let's hear it from him. Yes, Ajwal. So can you tell us a little about Lakme Fashion Week and what you usually expect from it? So uh, Lakme is a, it's a great platform to be at and uh, I started with Lakme and they've always been so supportive and it's a, it's a great support for new designers, upcoming ones and uh, they believe in people to let them what they want to do and uh, I think it's a great platform to be at. And uh, you're primarily a menswear designer, right? Yeah, primarily. Why do you think that there aren't that many menswear designers yet in India as much as women's wear? I, uh, I think that goes with the surrounding you are in, you know. Um, of course, the safe clothing, the dapper clothing, the um, uh, other kind of clothing which is much, uh, uh, much easier, much comfortable for men and much uh, probably easier to understand and uh, be comfortable in is uh, 
is the one you see normally around. I'm just trying to introduce something that has not been introduced in menswear. That is layering, probably uh, a slight introduction of drape, maybe some interesting pleats, maybe you know, just breaking those monotony what we've been following since ages. I'm just trying to introduce a new layer. We loved Siddharth Bansal for his quirky style. Let's get to know him better. Hi guys, I'm here with the amazing designer Siddharth Mansal. Hi Siddharth, welcome to Lakme Fashion Week. How do you feel being here? Uh, it's amazing. It's always been amazing uh, to be at a, such a good platform, meeting such a uh, like crazy people around uh, from the fraternity. That's amazing. So uh, the, you've been participating for many years now. How many years has it been? This is my third season. So. And do you like it? Oh, yeah. Of course, definitely. It's like a family now. So I get to see a lot of people after six months, every six months. So it's sort of a family and it's kind of exciting. Okay, great. And Siddharth, can you explain your collection to our listeners? Can you describe what el- what all is in it? Uh, so this time I've again got inspired from Indian mythology. Like uh, I usually work on Indian mythology, taking motifs from India, colors from India, various places uh, from India. And uh, we used a lot of uh, 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 motives like snakes and uh, got inspired from a uh, uh, lot of nature. Yeah, and prints is of course my USP, so I work on a lot of prints, yeah. I see a lot of really lovely lehengas with these wonderful prints and they keech and, and you know, they have so many embellishments on it. And what kind of women are you trying to target through your clothes? Free, free culture. Somebody who's you know who love color, who love herself and uh, love colors. Like to you know like a free spirit, like a bohemian free spirit. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It's got a very like boho chic look to it, but at the same time, it's also very luxurious. You can make out from the fabric. It's like um, like you how you say. I am not religious but traditional. So that, that sort of a look where, you know, not following the usual trend yeah. but also being ethnic at the same time. There's a lot of pop art in your clothes as well. Like we're seeing, uh, you know, shirts that you have which are velvet and have the rupee sign printed all over it. And um, the rupee sign is in a sequence and uh, there's a lot of uh, pops of colors. And, you know, what kind of inspires you to do this kind of pop art? See, I love colors to start with. And uh, pop art gives you, you know, a space where you can walk on colors boldly. I love mixing colors and it's not just pop art it's uh, sometimes it goes surreal also like my collection is inspired from how we always have a tiff between uh, looking for uh, going for money or for soul searching so entire collection has been inspired from there being using snake as a motive where snake is an epitome of worldly things and uh, I have used a lot of uh, third eye which is when you are enlightened you don't go for uh, you know money you uh, you seek more you go for more knowledge so that's the entire story that's why you have a rupee sign in place and and what is the quirkiest thing that you've ever made quirkiest thing yet to make you still yet to make it what is the favorite piece from your collection uh, right now i have this really cool embroidered uh, sweatshirt which is like 3d uh, snake to it like yeah, like literally there's a snake popping out of it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's uh, the guy who made this, he, he, it took around 40 days to make just a sweatshirt. It was really detailed and I just love it. It's really colorful and uh, it's kind of like a sweatshirt and you would wear it with pants or uh, a skirt? There's a skirt. There's a skirt with a, uh, there's a velvet skirt to it and we've got a really cool uh, detailing uh, 
uh, at the bottom of it. So okay. And I think you're breaking a lot of stereotypes with how Indian women should wear with your clothing. Is that something that you're doing consciously? Uh, I'm trying to, you know, do a lot of pleated pants this time uh, because that's flowy and sort of, you know, cover a lot of areas which we do not want to show. So uh, that's there and uh, doing a lot of pa printed pantsuits which, uh, which, you know, which is very Cosmo and get people a love, loving it and colors obviously makes a lot of difference. Well, I, we love your collection, uh, Siddharth, and we wish you all the best. Thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you. Thanks. Actor Samir Tatani was looking super chic in what he was wearing. Find out what it was. Hi guys, we're here with Samir Dattani. Um, all of you will definitely recognize him and we personally love his style. Hi Samir. Hi. How are you enjoying Lakme Fashion Week? Great fun. Good evening out. Yeah. And uh, have you seen any shows yet? Uh, just finishing Nimish's show. It was fantastic. Uh, my grievance obviously was there's no men's wear which I keep telling him but yeah, it was great. Yeah. And what's your personal style like? I think style uh, is very personal. It has to... Uh, Somewhere make a statement of what you are, who you are, or what you want to say. It has, it has to be comfortable. You have to feel confident about what you're wearing. And after that comes trends or fashion or, you know, what's in or what's out. All that comes later, if you ask me. What would we usually see Samir in during the day, like casually? Um, you know, uh, nice well-fitted uh, trousers and shirt is what I wear. I have multiple jobs. Acting is one of them. Uh, run a company of my own. Uh, into, which is into manufacturing so an average day if I'm not shooting is at office so nice, comfortable, well fitted uh, being important for me uh, is what I'm wearing uh, Any trends in particular that you think men should uh, take care of? I'm not much for trends uh, again like I said it has to be personal uh, I personally like a little uh, vintage looking uh, kind of a look so you see these box Tell our listeners what you're wearing today because you're looking very cool. Thank you. So these are this uh, big box pants and uh, when I wore them out this morning, my dad's like, hey, that reminds me of my college days. The only difference being they weren't as narrow, they were like flaring at the bottom. Right. But back to school is, uh, is back in style. I love back to school. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite color? I think it's blue. Looking at the amount of blue I have in my wardrobe, I guess... Uh, by default, maybe, I don't think that's very unique, right? I think men's wardrobe blue would be a very dominant color. Right. And uh, who's your favorite uh, designer, internationally and in India? See, I don't know, that keeps changing. Uh, I love Manish Malhotra's work, of course. Rohit Bal is fantastic in the kind of men's wear. I'm talking men's wear more, more now. And uh, otherwise, uh, Tom Ford. And what would you wear to the red carpet? A nice Tom Ford uh, bow tie tuxedo. Uh, do you enjoy Indian wear or Western wear? I think Indian. I mean, Western is great. You love, you love the suits, but it's everywhere, right? Indian is ours. You, you don't get anyone else in it, especially if you're overseas. You really, really stand out and make a statement because everyone else is wearing the usual bow tie suits, blah, blah, blah. And if you, you know, wear a nice bangala or a pathani or something, it makes a statement. And lastly, what's the one style tip that you would give to young men who are trying to be fashionable? I think uh, express yourself, uh, find a fit that suits you, find a niche where, uh, you know, where people say that's you. You know, there's something that uh, people relate to, uh, that becomes your trend. That's what I would say. Right. Well, thank you so much, Samir. Look forward to seeing you around. Thank you for talking to us. Thanks for tuning in to the Stylogram Show. We will be back next week with our celebrity guest, Anchal Kumar. 
In the meanwhile, you can get in touch with us on our Facebook page, Stylogram Official, and on Instagram at stylogram_official. Till then, keep it stylish. <laughs> <laughs>